He rubbed the tops of his thighs several times as he got his anger at the interruption under control. His people knew better, so it must be incredibly important. It had better be. If not, then Boss Teague planned on having a rather severe conversation with the person on the other side of the spa door. His hand reached for the wall and slid open a small panel. He withdrew a Kepler knife without a sound and held it behind his back. It was a black market weapon, banned on the planet where he kept his stronghold, but he didn't care. Nothing happened on Ligston without his say-so. What? Boss Teague barked. The three Nemorians paused in their sexually charged water play to glance over at the shadowed corner. Boss Teague stood up, and they shrank back slightly, each placing a hand on each other's shoulders for comfort and support. It was a natural subconscious reaction when faced with an incredibly obese, eight-foot-tall man suddenly peeling himself away from the shadows. The knocking continued. What? Boss Teague barked again. Open! The door slid open, and a man, almost as tall as Boss Teague but nowhere near as heavy, stumbled into the spa room, a meter-cubed box swaying his arms down. Boss Teague's lips pulled back in rage and disgust at the interruption, and the Kepler knife would have been put to use. But the look on the man's face made Boss Teague hesitate. Then luck, Boss Teague asked. You had better have a good reason for this. Dinluck, one of Boss Teague's most trusted bodyguards and enforcers, nodded rapidly as sweat poured down his forehead and into his terrified eyes. What the seven Satans is in the box? Boss Teague asked. What the hell is going on? Set it down by the water tank, a voice ordered from the doorway. Nice and easy. Then get your ass back up against the wall. Over there. Slow. Smooth. Got it? Then Luck looked over his shoulder at the source of the voice and nodded. He quickly complied with all the orders he was given, looking as if arguing was the farthest thing from his mind. Boss Teague pulled the Kepler knife out from behind his back, the blade glowing orange, ready to slice through flesh like it was tissue paper. He waved it around and pointed it directly at the doorway. I'm not even going to count to three, Boss Teague said. Show yourself now or die. Two choices, that's it. Put it away, Teague, a man said, as he stepped all the way into the spa room. You're gonna get hurt. Over six feet tall, square-jawed, and broad-shouldered, the man looked like he could have played any of a dozen popular galactic professional sports in his youth. But his youth was long gone. Late thirties, scarred skin, ropey muscles, and eyes that were cold as ice. The man had obviously found a new sport in life, one that involved a good deal of violence. Roke, Boss Teague said, then laughed. Wasn't expecting to see you so soon. The huge man glanced over at Binluck, then back at Roke. Wasn't expecting to see you at all, in fact, he continued. I told you my men would make the payment. No need for us to meet face to face. That's what you told me, Roke said. Roke folded his arms across his chest and leaned back against the wall. He was dressed in light armor, the kind that was as flexible as cloth, but strong as the hardest metal in the galaxy. His arms were crossed over a blast-scarred section of the armor that drew almost all of the eyes in the room right to it, minds instantly wondering how a man could survive such a blast and still be standing there before them. Except for Boss Teague. His eyes ignored the blast armor and stayed focused intently on Roke's scarred face. What do you want, Roke? 
Boss Teague asked. He tilted his head slightly, giving the impression he was looking past Roke without actually looking away from the man. Where are the rest of my men? Most are alive, Roke said and shrugged. And most of those will probably live. Some won't. The ones that refuse to pay me don't even get a choice. They didn't make it. He didn't complete the job, Finlex said, his voice loud and panicked. I told him that, but he wouldn't listen. I completed the job. Roke said, and pointed his chin at the meter-cubed metal box that sat near the water tank. The three Nemorian whores shrank back from it, as if it would contaminate them, despite there being ten inches of plastiglass and hundreds of gallons of water between them and it. Roke smiled briefly, then nodded. Proof of completion is right there. That's Beacon Maz? Boss Teague asked. You put his body in there? <laughs>